Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the 55th and final episode of the Arsenal Cannon Podcast Extravaganza. Today on our Swan Song, I am joined by the two usual suspects. Introducing first the lovely London local lad, Alfie. How are you doing today? What are you saying, lads? Uh, yeah, I'm decent. I'm decent. Um, I had a week off last week. Um, and you know what happens when I don't, you know, I'm not there to, you know, sanitize things. You get accused of xenophobia. Um, <laughs> I'm disappointed in you two. That's poor. Um, yeah. I'm the only one that can sort of steady the ship. So yeah, it was a bit of a shit show. Not mm. gonna lie. Um, exactly. I'm disappointed in you. And you, you were close to being made redundant. Um, Unfortunately, I didn't have enough money to make you redundant um, and pay you off. Uh, and you probably could have sued me if I'd taken you, if I'd sacked you. So, um, yeah, you've, you've you've just scraped your yourselves through, uh, and you're still staying at the club, uh, not the club, the company. Um, sort fair of like enough. Mustafi. Somehow he's still mm-hmm. in. So yeah, fair play to you. Yeah, well, you know, but also that... no more of this xenophobia. Xenophobia claims yeah it's disgusting my apologies mm. Mm. yeah and how uh, you dare just... you say sabozla is hard to spell i know i know, I, know. I had n- i had no right in saying that and rob just before i introduce you i want to uh to clear something up as a token of gratitude towards everybody with incredibly you know long and complicated names i have decided that i will Legally change my name back to my mother's maiden name, Kapkovic. Um, it's what I'm going to do. You know, I know I'm extremely xenophobic because I obviously have no attachments to any nationalities with ridiculously long names. So um, I do apologize for that. But yeah, I am going to be changing my name to Daniel Kapkovic. I hate the way that name sounds, to be honest, but it's a price I have to pay. So um, it's, it is what it is. Um, it's the least you could do, really. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you've caused that's quite expected, to be honest. Um, yeah, expected a bit more if I'm being honest. Maybe well, changing uh, first name too. To I don't know. Um, okay. Like Socrates Papastathopoulos. Capri- yeah, okay. that, that would make sense. All right, fine. Yeah. That'll be my name now. Socrates Papastathopoulos Kapkovic. All right, sound good. <laughs> that's better. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Love All right, it. excellent. Rob Bobby Burt, the man with the versatile name, is in the cut once again. Bobby, how are you doing today? How are we doing, guys? Yeah, it's 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 a pleasure to be back as it as always. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm feeling good about myself today. Uh, went so I passed my driving test last week, and uh, I went on the motorway for the first uh, first time today on my own M25. IG. And yeah, I smashed it, so I'm feeling good. Nice one, man. Nice, you're my guy. Growing up, getting getting some yeah. XP under the belt, and it's good because you know uh, the financial support you have from this podcast is you know gonna start to uh, is gonna start to diminish. Seeing as, like I said, and you guys didn't acknowledge this, this is the last episode of the oh, Arsenal yeah, Cannon Podcast yeah. Extravaganza. Farewell. And We've been cancelled. Yeah, you know, um, just been cancelled by a twelve-year-old Arsenal fanboy with with like sixty followers. So you know, obviously mm. he got our uh, We're done. We're finished. Yeah, exactly. We're done. We're like Arsenal himself. The irony. 
<laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, Bold. Well, I mean, Alfie, be careful. You can't say that because apparently it's um apparently it's Islamophobic to uh, to criticize Ozil. Mm. So it is. Come on. Exactly. You have mm. to just do better. Apologies. Okay. Do better. And Apologies. and honestly, um, Alfie, Rob, I think just the fact that both of you guys are even associated with somebody as xenophobic as myself, along with canceling this podcast. I think you guys should both also change change your names as well. Would make sense, um, you know. Being being, I've, I've written a bloody article with you before, Daniel. I know. I, I should get that wiped off the internet asap. Um, scary times. I'll take my Italian name, Alfredo Valente. Okay, for my grandma's name. What's a name? Yeah. That kind of sounds like a dish you'd get at like an Italian restaurant, to be honest. Oh god, the xenophobia! It's back! Oh my god! See, okay, <laughs> really, really helping yourself. There. Well, see, I mean, uh, honestly, this is the last episode. <laughs> this is the the this is the last hoorah. So I have to put it all well, out. You might as well go all out. Yeah, I have to, yeah. all all guns blazing. Next, you'll be calling uh, you'll be calling Son a DVD. <laughs> Shout out Claude from. AFTV, that's, uh, you know, you got to do Claude. what you got to do. Claude. Claude. Well, you know what? No, I don't, you know, I'm not going to take any any criticism for the way I say that because who the fuck has the name Claude these days? What is it, 1847? Whoa. 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 That's also an Italian name, sort of. Claudio is, not Claude. No, but he's Italian. Well, I think it's short. I think it is short for Claudio. Okay, that's actually yeah. random. <laughs> that's that name that name thinking yourself oh you can't say anything about names these days all right all right fine danny all right i'm sorry i'm sorry not Look. helping yourself okay fine you know what this is what i'm gonna do this is what i'm gonna do i'm gonna have the most robotic podcast of all times okay we're just gonna talk mm. like like we're not even human beings you know um and then we won't even mention names. We're going to do trivia later, ladies and gentlemen. And it's going to be really unsatisfying because we can't say the names at the end. So the person that's answering the questions won't be able to know who they're answering, you know, <laughs> questions about. So, yeah, okay. We got to do what we got to do. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that is a thing to mention. Trivia is returning. It's back. Uh, for the last episode. Yep. So, yeah. So, can Alfie Coleshaw. tears at the end. Can Alfie Coleshaw keep... Maintain my unbeaten record. Uh-huh. Mm. Last game see. of the season, folks. Mm. Well, let's uh, get into it. I was going to say, let's get into it. That 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 was dragging on horribly. Um, <laughs> what a surprise. Yeah, right. That's that's basically the, the summarization of this podcast. That dragged on horribly. Mm. <laughs> God. That <laughs> All right. It's what uh, everyone's thinking, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, me too, to be honest, you know. It's, it's the last episode. I kind of just want to get through this quick and just kind of burn the bridge between us. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm just mm. ready to move on with my life. Mm. Of course. Um, oh. Yeah, speaking of moving on, I guess that's a good segment. Raul's gone. Alfie, thoughts? <laughs> um, I mean, personally, from a, from a fan's perspective, I'm kind of happy. About this news, he wasn't. I wasn't overly happy with the way the club was moving, the direction the club was moving, particularly in terms of recruitment. Um, 
And I think in general, Don Raul somehow got that name from Arsenal fans. Um, I think in general, he has, he's been a huge part of our decline in the last few years. If you think of when he was appointed in, I think it was January or December 20, maybe it was December 2017 or January 2018. Um, since then, we've been on quite a big decline and he has played a major part of that. Um, and yeah, uh, the news was, it wasn't quite sudden, but you know, the, the rumors of him being sacked were quite sudden, uh, came out of nowhere. And I think a lot of it was down to Tim Lewis, the newly appointed, uh, sort of lawyer, who's sort of a direct representative of KSC, who has supposedly done this investigation into the Pepe deal and found out, uh, some things about it that were dodgy. We haven't heard the exact details, but I've heard something along the lines of Raul picked up a very healthy commission from that deal. Um, and yeah, good riddance, in my opinion. And hopefully this is a clean slate and hopefully you've got now a clear structure uh, within the hierarchy that can, you know, will be more successful than the previous one, which has been a complete failure. Yeah, and and I completely agree with that, actually. I mean, it was just, it was, I know the, uh, I know what you were saying, the rumors were there for, you know, a minute or whatever, but it did just seem very mm. like, okay, rumors are here, boom, Raul's gone. Yeah, it was mm. it was abrupt, man. Rob, what were your thoughts on just the abrupt nature of Raul's departure? Um, I, I didn't believe it initially when um, there were rumors coming out the day before about it, and I was like, no way. This guy, he just seems to have complete control over everything at Arsenal, and you just think... There's no way this is this guy's getting the boot, uh, but he has, um, and it's really quite ironic that we've got we've moved away from a structure where it's all controlled by the manager in Arsene Wenger. We moved to the three men directing directing the club, which was Gazidis, executive panel, Mi- mm. uh, Tat and Sanlahi. All three are gone now. Uh, and now we've got Arteta, who's supposedly taking a, uh, getting a bit more influence in terms of football, in in terms of footballing matters alongside Edu. And we've, like we had when it was Wenger here, we have um, Vinay leading the club, um, just as Gazidis was, yeah, in just as if it was a business. So it is really quite funny how we've sort of gone full circle. Yeah, you know, and uh, I guess only time will tell how that's going to go, really. But, you know, um, I think I think you mentioned it there. Uh, Raul's kind of death grip on the club and how he just, you know, ran everything. He literally ran, you know, Sven Mislintat out the door, who's obviously incredibly highly thought of in the football world. And uh, that just shows kind of, I think, I think Raul kind of turned, um, just kind of turned a bit power hungry there you know he just kind of it turned into like a dictatorship of sorts and maybe that Mm. is part of the reason also why uh he was you know relieved of his duties i guess you could say um but you know the future's coming and after all of these articles and all of the talks we had on this podcast about us being you know kind of concerned with the way we're going forward being in such close you know kind of relationships with all of these super agents now it kind of seems like maybe that's going to maybe not go away completely, but definitely take kind of a backseat. Alfie, are you relieved on that front of things? Um, to an extent, yes. I think the agent links will go down. Having said that, I do think, and this is what I've heard, um, you know, the main agent we've been in 
you know, very close talks with and, you know, has been a, a very big contact into, and played a major uh, influence in our recruitment in the last few years is Kia Jarabjan. And his relationship was not only with Raul, but largely with um, with Edu as well. So I don't think that will go away completely. I'm a little bit concerned on the recruitment side. I, I Not for this summer, because I think targets will have been made prior to this decision. Mm, um, you know, and scouting... Exactly, the scouting department would have had a say in some of our targets this summer. Yeah, like I mean... Thomas Partey, um, Gabriel Magalhães. Yeah. They, they've both, both been both long-term targets of the club. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but in terms of like the long run, you know, Edu, Arteta, as much as I do want players that Arteta is fond of and Arteta wants to sort of fit in his system and he, he likes the look of... They're not talent spotters, are they? And they're not, they're not, you know, analytics, data people. Um, so I do think we do need to replace the scouting department and put more of a reliance on the analytics department again uh, in the long term in terms of recruitment. So I do think I'm, I'm a little bit worried at that sense. But that sort of probably more to do with the redundancies being made last week with the scouting department. I think in terms of the influence that Raul had and the sort of links with super agents. I am sort of relieved, as you said, in that. I think Omrail, um, he came, he was brought in to sort of bring contacts in and sort of make transfers happen. Like he was sort of what Hus Farmy is now going to be. You know, Hus Farmy is going to be the guy. Edu and Arteta will identify a player uh, and then Hus Farmy will go out and do the deal. He'll make it happen. Um. Mm. That was sort of what Raul was brought in to do. He was sort of the man to make what the recruitment panel wanted happen. He sort of turned into the man who identified players or had agent links and did favours for the agents. He 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 gained a lot of power with Mislintat leaving the club and even Gazidis. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's that's a good thing that he's gone in that sense as well. Um, because he again is not a talent spotter. Um, he's just someone who has contact. So yeah, that overall I am I would say I'm relieved at that the recruitment element of him going, but at the same time I don't think we're fixed in terms of the structure. I think we need more we need more appointments to be made in certain areas, particularly in recruitment. Mm. Yeah, no, and I, I would agree with that as as well. We need to, you know, bring in some quality scouts that can you know, keep unearthing those really under the radar gems like your Martinelli's, obviously, and things like that. And apparently, a great deal of those individuals were, you know, canned when the redundancies occurred. So we definitely need um, some more scouts to come in. Uh, Rob, I just want to touch on this with you a little bit before we move on past Raul. How fitting is it that a man so intimidating? so powerful, so so mob-like, saw his career announced, uh, career with Arsenal announced as dead by not a horse, not a bell, but <laughs> a gerbil. Yeah, it's incredible. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where this gerbil account has come from, but it's brilliant. Um, but yeah, um, obviously, Sana, he's a man who had immense power at Arsenal and that's why it was so surprising for me to see him go because I just didn't see it coming. I'd, 
he sort of seemed a bit he seemed omnipotent up there. It didn't seem like he would be toppled. Um, I think that the jury will def- is definitely out on Edu. Um, he's got a big job on his hands. Um, he's going to have to prove that he is the man to take us forward in the technical um, director role. Um, he's yet to have done anything of major significance yet. So, But I'm not really even sure what fair, the role of a tech... He's been here for a year. Yeah, true. So hopefully he would have made, who knows, maybe this was the plan all along. Maybe it was to allow Edu to grow for a year and then he can, you know, take the reins. Um, but no, it will, it will be interesting. So. I, I very much doubt that. I think that Raul had his own plan. I think there must have been a reason that he wanted to keep Emery on. I can't think of why he anyone would have wanted to have kept Emery on, but he was desperate to um supposedly um and i'm also going to call bullshit on sam Lahi supposedly being disgusted about the redundancies there's just no truth in that story at all for me no way yeah i don't think so i think that he probably was one of the key components in overseeing that so i don't think that's fucking true to be honest um Mm. yeah i think it was mainly down to the the newly appointed tim lewis and his investigation in the Pepe deal. I think that's entirely the reason. Yeah. So, so uh, did, did you see? Um, did you see Arsenal put out um, a message to the media saying that there's no validity in that um, accusation about the investigation, and um, we're going to sue if anyone else makes stories about this? Really? Yeah. I think I did see that actually. Uh, yeah. That's kind of mental. I okay. See, this is my this is my kind of issue with that. Why are you so triggered that people are making false stories? Mm. You know, why are you so kind of bothered by that? It's like, like it's just paper talk. You know, it's mm, just because, paper talk. Um, so, but Andrew or Arsblog seems to think that there is some validity to that story because he was report supposedly told when. Emery was gone. Raul would be going with him because of sketchy things that went on with the Pepe deal. So I think the club might be wanting to cover something up here. Mm. Oh boy. Well, uh, incoming transfer ban. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, (laughs) That's it, man. Um, Just like, just like this podcast, our hopes of signing new players will soon be coming to an end. So, you know, just get used to youth academy players coming up. Uh, let's stop talking about Raul because I don't really care about the corporate side of things at Arsenal that much, to be honest. I'd rather talk about the players. Um, we made a signing. Rob and I talked about this on the last podcast. So, Alfie, I am going to come to you first on this. Willian mm. comes in from Chelsea on a three-year deal, reportedly on about £100,000 per week. The 32-year-old was signed as a free agent. What are your thoughts on us bringing in the Brazilian from Chelsea? Um, well, uh, I got a lot of abuse on, uh, Instagram. Anyone who follows me on Instagram will have seen because I wasn't the most positive, uh, about around this deal. Um, I'm just very hesitant at giving any, anyone who's 32, unless they're fucking messy, a three year deal seems a bit stupid in terms of long term squad building. Um, and also, uh, just in terms of 
financially, you know, a hundred grand a week does not tell the whole story. Mm. There's also a massing, massive signing on fee because he's a free transfer. He'll have got a huge signing on fee. Um, massive agent uh, fees to be paid. Uh, bonuses, add-ons. There's rumours that the bonuses and add-ons are not the most credible sources, to be fair, I've been reporting this, but there's rumours that the bonuses and add-ons could mean that he's getting more like 200 grand a week or 220 oh, grand God, a week. God, I hope that's not true. Exactly. Um so it's it's far from a free transfer in terms of what he could offer on the pitch. I mean, he's he's a good player, but I don't think he's he's brilliant. Um, he's not going to elevate us to the next level. Yes, he'll add a bit more creativity. Um, you know, he's very he's quick. He's 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 very good at uh, manipulating small spaces and getting away from defenders. And you know, he does create chances. He is a, a bit of a goal threat. I don't think he's as big a goal threat as people think. Um, it's just it's just the financial recklessness and you know if we're serious about making a, a long-term squad rebuild this doesn't feel like a the sort of transfer we should be doing if you get what i mean and it's hard to get excited by and i'm sorry that i have to be negative about it to those who were saying are oh, you negative twat but it's just it I, I can't get that excited by it when it seems so financially reckless in my opinion and mm. just he's not going to be Maybe next season he'll be good and he'll be a player who's worth 100k a week or maybe even, you know, that'll be a good deal. In two years, is he going to be that? You know, playing paying a 34-year-old 100 grand a week, you know, a 34-year-old winger, how many wingers do you see at that age thriving the Premier League? Um, I mean, we've been, I'm yeah. going to th- throw three names at you of players we've been linked with this week. And then we're going to compare it to William. So first of all, so Gabriel looks like it's basically done. 22-year-old centre-back, definitely one for the future. Looks like he could be, a pro- I haven't watched much of him, but by the sound of things, he looks like he could be a very good centre-back one day. I think uh, Daniel wrote an article yesterday for Payne in the Arsenal. I agree, he'll need patience, but definitely one for the future. Then you've got Thomas Partey, a bit older. He's 27. But he's also going to play in a holding midfielder role. And if you look at, obviously not the same player, but if you look at Fernandinho at Man City, he was still thriving at 33. So I think we could get a lot more out of Partey than just, say, three years. And then you've also had links with Awar this week. These are three players who are the sort of profile that you want to take Arsenal forward in the future. It doesn't really then make sense adding a 32-year-old who's definitely at the business end of his career. Yes, sort of stats suggest that he's still a player who, in terms of his fitness and athleticism, he's still a very good player. Um, bit of a freak of nature, but nothing like a Ronaldo or a Messi. He'll he will decline. It's inevitable. He will he mm. by next season. I think season, the underlying metrics suggest he has been declining. Already, yeah. this season was worse than previous seasons, and people want to talk about the goals and assists. In terms of goals from non-penalty goals, this was his worst goal-scoring season since yeah. uh, since like the first season he joined or something like that. And assists, they weren't that special, so they're the quite a I mean, deceiving I th- metric. I think anyway. it just it says it all that Arsenal announced this deal uh, on a ten a.m. on a Friday morning. It just you know. That's not Isn't that kind times. of normal, though? We tend to announce in the morning. Do we? I don't yeah. know. 
I, I thought that was just like sort of being mm, this one isn't particularly. I agree exciting. that the, we'll the actual announcement. Way. Yeah, I think I they kept the it on the down was extremely underwhelming. Bit. Yeah, yeah. The, the video considering it had been building that. up for so long. Mm. I love the fact it was done at Kia's house though. Brilliant. I don't. Well, I mean, uh, I'm, I uh, just a, no. I don't love it for the wrong, uh, the right reasons. I love it for the wrong reasons. Just to just to mm. kind of provide a caveat because you both kind of seem like you're not too enthused with the signing. Um, and to kind of play devil's advocate here, wouldn't you know bringing in an older player, a more experienced player like Willian, help you know some of the young players? I'm just looking at this quote right in front of me that was posted by. The Arsenal Twitter, 38 seconds ago. This is how we do things on the Canon podcast, all right? This is what we just do, man. <laughs> Up to date. Um, yeah. yeah. Willian just came out with this quote about uh, Martinelli saying, I think he could be one of the best players. When he starts to play again, I know he is injured now, but when he starts again, it's about time for him to go to the Brazilian national team. So doesn't, you know, a guy like Willian saying things like that to the young players maybe fill him with some more confidence and, you know, guys like Martinelli will have a more experienced voice next to them and it could help them grow. Rob, I'll come to you with this one, this question. I mean, yeah, of course it's helpful to have players like that, but at the same time, you can get players for much cheaper who have the sort of experience that William has, I think. Mm. Um, we, we already do have a lot of experience in the squad. Um, you have to... Three players, David Luiz, Aubameyang, Meza Ozil. I know Ozil won't be around, but these are players with vast experience at the top of the game in Europe. You know, I don't think it's essential that we add players to mentor... That we add a player to mentor our winger. I can see why that would help. But at the same time, to provide another caveat to what you say about him being a mentor, he could also limit game time for the likes of mm. Saka, Nelson, Martinelli, even Pepe. Um, he, he could limit their development a little bit, and that's just not what you want. You want yeah. these guys to be getting as much game time as possible, especially in a rebuilding process. If they can be in the team all the way through the rebuilding process, they, they'll... It's not Yo. as if, you know, you don't have to be eased in. They can just be with us the whole way. That's what you want. Yeah, just because a player is old and has experience, it, I think the 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 sort of intangible element of them mentoring a player is over is, is exaggerated mm. a bit, I think, sometimes. I think, mm. is Willian notoriously a sort of leader, an experienced player who helps young players not... Not really. I've not really heard that. We heard that about David Luiz in the past, but we haven't really heard that about Willian. I think he can maybe help them, but I think Rob's point of him coming in probably limiting some of their the players' game times is probably a a better argument. I think than than I think this will do them probably less good than it would have if he hadn't come in. Mm. It, them playing a lot more minutes and getting the minutes he's get going to get would have helped them more than Willian coming in and sort of supposedly helping them mm. in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I can definitely see where you're coming from. Um it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be odd because um you know like like Rob touched on, he could play in like you know, basically three different positions, you know, in the attacking front of the mm. of the pitch, he could play on the left, he could play on the right and he could play down the middle as a number 10. So, you know, he probably will, well not probably, he inevitably will at some point or another take game time from some people because he's on those, you know, 
I think that's wages. personally. I think that's being. I think that's being a bit overplayed. The idea that he's going to play as a ten. Mm. Uh, he, I can't remember ever watching him play as a ten. So why would Arteta? But apparently, Arteta wants to sort of use him there. Could he? Which it sort okay. of makes sense converting a player when they get older centrally. Could he kind of when they sort of lose some of their physical? Yeah. Could he maybe play as a Messiah? Possibly. Mm. I don't know about his yeah. defensive output. I mean, yeah, he's a lot more energetic than Urzel is, but he's not, you know, defensively um, incredible. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, we'll just. I, I'm not sure if he could play there. Yeah. I'm not sure. Well, you know, we'll have to see. Um, he's he's definitely going to get game time because he's not getting paid peanuts. You know, we're Arsenal. We're not Manchester City. We can't afford to just, you know, pay somebody astronomical yeah. wages and just not play them. That's why we're, you know, you know, fighting. Although we are doing. I was going to say though, that's why we're fighting. Yeah. That's why we're fighting hammer and tongue to just kind of push Ozil out the door. You know, because we can't afford mm. that. Um, let's move on to some, you know, less. Uh, gross news i kind of wanted to get the yucky nitty gritty stuff out of the way and maybe talk about some more promising stuff now um i'm gonna do kind of a quick little combination kind of thing on this one um rob i'll come to you first um gabrielle has supposedly um gotten a bid basically accepted for him by three clubs the reports that i'm reading and it's everton napoli and arsenal obviously um, it seems like the player, though, does prefer a switch to North London rather than uh, than to Everton or Napoli. So I wrote an article about it like you were just talking about for Payne in the Arsenal. It does look like maybe the left-footed uh, center back will be coming towards our direction. Um, but another thing that I just saw today as well is that supposedly Schalke are interested in re-signing uh, Sayed Kalashinac and the fee being discussed as about 20 million pounds. I'm not sure. No, no. Please. Got to take that. Oh my God, that's brilliant. <laughs> Let him go for free. He's so I'm shit. not sure if that's true or if it's just paper talk, but that's the reports I've heard. So I wanted to come to you with this. Um, would bring in a left-footed uh, central defender like Gabrielle kind of, you know, maybe not make the... Uh, like, I don't know how you feel about it, but I almost feel like if we were to sell Kalashinac and bring in, you know, this Gabrielle guy, maybe we could honestly just try to shoehorn him in, you know, either the left side of a back three or, you know, a left back position. Um, so maybe that's why these these kind of things are being uh, mentioned in the same breath as each other. What are your thoughts on, on Gabrielle? And then what are your thoughts on the possible departure of Sayed Kalashinac? Um... As I said, I haven't watched much of Gabriel, but it looks like some a player that we need. Uh, he's got a very he's, he looks very strong on the ball. Um, he specialises in uh, similar to what Van Dijk does for Liverpool in terms of uh, the left to right long ball towards the right wing, which could be helpful for Pepe. Um, that's what I've heard anyway. I haven't watched much of him, but um, and. Yeah, he's he's um, got sort of everything seemingly that Pablo Mari doesn't. Um, Pablo Mari seems like a very well. We have we didn't see much of him in an Arsenal shirt this season, but didn't look particularly quick. Um, whereas Gabriel seems to have a bit more about him in that sense. Um, yeah, 
I, I, I do like the look of Gabriel, um, I've got to say. And then, uh, with regard to Kolesnak, uh my reaction said it all. If we can get 20 million for him, we should take it and run. Because every time I watch him, he just looks like an accident waiting to happen. I can't believe he's a professional footballer earning that much <laughs> money and he can't really play forward passes. He can't. Yeah, he's so, he's so I annoying. agree. Uh, okay, ladies and gentlemen, there was a massive technical difficulty. There was an explosion <laughs> that happened at my house. It was uh, the guy that was accusing us of xenophobia. He actually came to my house and tried to kill me. Um, I went outside and discovered he was only 11 years old. And I was like, dude, how did you, what are you doing here? How did you get here? And he was like, and then he just vanished into thin air. And I was like, wow, that was really, really interesting. But anyway, we're just going to get into trivia now. So, uh, yeah. Who wants to ask who first? <laughs> You're such an idiot. <laughs> uh, well, we should leave this. We should start with the shit one, yeah. No, that's a good point. Yeah, I am fucking garbage. So let's start with me. So that's uh, Rob. Oh, cool. Okay. Oh, I planned these for Alfie, so you're never going to get any of these. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Um, I'll simplify them. Okay. Um, he he was a striker for Arsenal, and he's now 37 years old. 37-year-old striker for the Gunas. Yeah. Uh, shit, that's kind of... That's like one of those weird ages where they could definitely still be playing. Um, fuck. I'm just fuck, dude. Who the hell's thirty-seven? Because no matter what, I'm gonna sound like a fucking retard. Um, because I do, regardless. He's not fucking thirty-seven, but I'm just gonna fucking say his name anyway. I'm gonna say Bentner. Nah, sorry, Dad. How old is he? Like thirty, probably thirty-three or something. Probably around that. No, I'd say he's probably around that age. Anyway, okay. next point. Wait, hang on, hang on. Uh, my... <laughs> For fuck's sake. My, no, the, keep the recording, don't stop it. Okay. I'm just, my headphones are run out of battery. My headphones. God, this is a disaster. This was supposed this to be a swan song. This is a really song. bad episode. I'm going to have to keep... I'm just going to have to hold it up like I'm on the phone. Because I don't have anything else to do. <laughs> right, let's go. Can we Three, keep this... two, one. Keep can going. We, can we please keep this in? Please. That would be okay. so funny. Okay. <laughs> right, this is going to stay in. Okay. Keep okay. going. Next okay. Point, was but... that... Who did you guess? I uh, guess Bentner. Guess I Bentner. Don't, I... <laughs> Okay. okay, next point. Um, this player has a dual nationality. One of those being create Croatian, the other one Brazilian. What the fuck? That's a strange combo. Uh, what the fucking hell? I mean, I know who it is. Of course you fucking do. <laughs> fucking... <laughs> He's not fucking Croatian at all, dude. Uh, but I'm just going to fucking say his name because he's Brazilian and he's probably around that age. I'm going to say Baptista. No. He is definitely, <laughs> definitely not Croatian. 
Okay. <laughs> and finally. Baptista um, bitch. This wasn't where he actually played his last game for Arsenal, but his career, his when he was at his best with Arsenal, his career effectively ended at St Andrews, which is Birmingham City Stadium. Uh, he, oh, fuck. I'm assuming he was fucking trash. This is what I'm picking up. This is no, what I'm no, picking up. He wasn't. No? You can't, why, what? I'm, I'm well, helping him. Say He's got no like idea. That. He's got no idea who it is. I'm helping him. I guess, but still. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I'm going to throw out a fucking legendary name because I genuinely have no idea. So, oh, shout the out. the return of the king. Shout out the man himself, Jason. Name change, Shabashlai, because we have to keep things <laughs> non-xenophobic here. <laughs> nah. Crowley's um, too simple. Yeah. Alfie, <laughs> do you want to say who it is? It's Eduardo. It is Eduardo. Yeah, I don't... I didn't know that. I didn't uh, know he was fucking... Croatian-Brazilian. I didn't even know that. And he broke his leg at, against Birmingham. Oh, shit. Mm. See you yeah. later. I thought he was shit yeah. because I thought you were, since you were making these for Alpha, you were going to make all these players just nah. garbage. Uh, anyway, next okay. player. All um, right. Okay, so it's a right-footed centre-back. Oh, thank God. That is such a helpful <laughs> hit. <laughs> Narrows it down. Right foot, so like uh, Tony Adams. Just- Fuck it, Tony Adams. I These ones where it could be about four hundred people. <laughs> yeah. That's not fair. Okay. I'm just gonna. Anyway. Um, he finished his career with Perth Glory. Who? Perth Glory. Who the fuck is Perth Glory? <laughs> Alan oh, Riley. Perth. Alan Riley would know who Perth uh, Perth Glory are. <laughs> so. Okay, so Alan Riley would know. So that's in the uh, that's in the A League. Okay, who the fuck went, who the fuck went to the A League? Uh shit balls, um, dude. It could be fucking anyone, you know. Any why any centre back <laughs> that wanted to see the the shores of Australia go chill with the kangaroos. <laughs> uh, fucking hell, man. Fucking. I just got to think of a, a center back that kind of seems like maybe like a journeyman of sorts, you know, because he wants to uh, go explore mm. the world. Uh, I don't fucking know, man. Who the fuck knows? Me. Dude, I, uh, yeah, true. Sure, good point. You do. <laughs> I don't know who it is. Do you know Did who you... it is? No, I don't. Uh. Oh, okay, good. Dude, you know what I'm going to fucking have to say again, dude? Oh, no. Jason. I'm going to have I'm gonna have to say Jason fucking Crowley again, man. Oh, lovely. Dude, I genuinely don't know. <laughs> right. Okay. this point, you might get it, the last one. He wore okay. a number on the back of his shirt, which just didn't suit him at all. And, it, and I quite regularly talk about it, and it makes me angry. Oh, I think I know who it is. I, I think know I know who it is, glory. too. Yeah. Is it fucking 
is a fucking William Gallas, isn't it? It is William Gallas. Okay. Good, I got a point. I got a point, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> All right, nice one. Okay. Thank you. Fine. Final, final player. I thought, again, this was made for Alfie, so it's hard. Um, okay. <laughs> this player was born in Lewisham. What the fuck is Lewisham? <laughs> Dude, yeah, I don't I'm, even... See, this is unfair. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know where Lewisham is, obviously. Yeah. Lewisham. Okay. Well, Lewisham is in the UK. He was born in London, pretty much. It's a borough of London, South yeah. London. So he's technically Hopefully a lovely, here. lovely London local lad. He is, but not North London. All right, fuck it. I'm gonna throw out a fucking London lad that I know, and I'm just gonna throw out one of the fucking youngsters that we have right now to avoid looking like an idiot. I'm just gonna say Saka. No, nope. unfortunately, he's not. from Ealing, yeah, West London. Okay. Don't blame me for not knowing that. <laughs> so, quite weirdly, this was just a fact I found out. This isn't a point. Um, despite making his name at Arsenal, um, he also had spells at Chelsea, Manchester City and Leeds United. Um, mm. But the player the player died in 2001. Oh, okay. I know who this is. It's Rocky. Rocky Rocastle, man. It is man. Rocky. It is. You've got it. You know. Three points. I, uh, Chelsea? Yeah. I heard about he that. I, he I know he went to Leeds and City. Yeah, he had a season at Chelsea, I think, before he joined us. Yeah, I heard about... I think I heard about Ian Wright but talking But didn't he that. come through our academy? Hmm. I have to do a bit of background research. <laughs> David Rocastle. Well, regardless, I got it, so that's oh, all that counts. Rocky, 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 between 1994 and 1998. Do you remember when I did Rocky? Did I do Rocky? Maybe I didn't do Rocky, actually. I did uh, Michael Thomas. Mm. Oh, uh, yeah, and you were like, I know him. Or no, yeah, you met him so or something. My friend's dad. Well, not my friend. guy in my year. Yeah. Uh, should I move on to Rob? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, sure. We'll, we'll right. save you for last. First player. Yeah, of course. The... The headline act. Uh, first player. This guy scored a spectacular volley with the outside of his foot in 2009. Oh, fuck. Uh, the outside of his foot. Quite an iconic goal. Yeah. I'm trying to picture it. Volley. Yeah. Um... It was sort of like the the side of his foot. Yeah, thanks for but that. Not not a side foot, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was actually at this game. I oh, can't think of it. 
when you say that, I know what you're talking about, but I can't picture it. I'm going to go Emmanuel Ebue. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, it's not my guy. Um, <laughs> no, fuck him. Remember, he, he didn't answer your DMs. Ignore my DMs. Yeah, prick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this guy made 64 caps for Croatia. Oh, Croatia. I'm just I'm looking this up right now because now I want to know. 2009 Croatia. Please don't say anything. Let's see. Yeah, let's see. I'm going to just look up 64 caps Croatia. Don't say anything. Arsenal, I won that. <laughs> I will not say anything. Croatian dudes. <laughs> Who's been a Croatian dude? Can't think of anyone. Um Oh, no way. It's not Eduardo, is it? It is. That's who you it fucking is. long. It is. Consider you just said it. Yeah, that is crazy. <laughs> that is That's fucking crazy. crazy. That is crazy. Mental that we I had a feeling. When you I, said, I had a when feeling you said Brazilian Croatian, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, that yeah. golden's Burnley. Absolutely. We do bad. that. We we do that so often. I don't know how we do it. I know. That. We've done it probably three times. Yeah. Um, you my probably last, last thing was suffered a double double leg break in a game that ended two two. Mm. You yeah. probably like saw some high. I didn't know he made I didn't know he made that many apparent appearances for um mm. Well he, he was pretty good, so Yeah. That's decent to be fair. Mm. Second player. It's very good. Um this player, this is quite a niche fact, which is why you may get it or you may have absolutely no idea. Uh, he scored 99 goals for Arsenal in all competitions. Oh. Ooh. That would frustrate the fuck out of me. I don't know. Yeah. Just, you just play for a bit longer for the club. <laughs> mm. That's quite a lot of goals. Mm. Mm. Ooh. Hmm. Is it? I'm gonna go for Mark Overmars. He's probably scored more than it's that. Not Overmars. I feel like he scored fewer than that because he wasn't oh, okay. at the club for that long. Oh yeah, he wasn't, was he? Went to Barcelona. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this guy was arrested for drink driving <laughs> in 2011. Oh, shit. Bit deep. <laughs> Who is this? Marcus Alonso. <laughs> Dear. Oh. Shout um, Alonso. Alonso. <laughs> it's not Bentner, is it? <laughs> that sounds like some <laughs> shit he'd do. <laughs> it's not Bentner. Oh, shame. Um, I don't think Bentner was... Quite managed ninety nine goals. <laughs> Maybe nine point nine. Uh, yeah. Uh, this guy is now a pundit on TV. Oh, that's a bunch. Um, he's a pundit on TV, and he scored ninety nine goals for us. Mm. Can I ask which channel? No. <laughs> I would have said the channel if I wanted to give that away. 
keeping it vague. This is um, how you win. I'm going to go Alan Smith. <laughs> it's not Alan Smith. That's actually a decent guess. Uh, it is Paul Marson. Oh, I could have. Yeah, he's a big drinker. I was going to say that. Oh. Yeah, he, well, he was. He's yeah. I was going to say, I don't mean to be an ass, um, but I could just totally see that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he also had a gambling addiction Damn. and stuff. I mean, he, he was famously, him and Ray Parler were famously the ones that drank a lot. Yeah. And they went to a pub and after Tony Adams. they won the league in 89 with all the fans. Yeah. Well, they did it after most matches, yeah. let's be honest. Fair um, play. <laughs> uh, so that's uh, two points so far for the Eduardo one. Ugh. Final player. Can you overtake Daniel? Surely. Probably not because it's quite hard. <laughs> this guy was born in Swansea. Swansea? It's Welsh. Oh, but he might not be Welsh. Oh, he's born in, born in Swansea. Um, no good old Rambo was born in Cardiff. Who else has been Welsh? Um, can't think of anyone. Uh... Go for a, oh no, he's born in London. Um, I'm just going to say Ramsey because he's the only Welsh player I can think of. Fair play, it's not Ramsey. Yeah. Uh, this guy chose to leave Arsenal, citing the reason for <laughs> limited game time because he was competing with Ian Wright for a place. Oh, fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so he was a striker. So basically, he was a striker. Striker, yeah. <laughs> in the nineties, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I can hear Daniel looking it up. Yep, I want to know. Mm. <laughs> because, dude, I literally, I literally looked up uh, Swansea-born striker mm. that played for Arsenal, and it didn't even fucking come up. <laughs> the only one I can think of is Alan Smith. And I'm pretty sure he was born in Birmingham. Um, Is that your guess? Give me a, give me a minute. Uh, yeah, I just can't think of any other strikers. I'm gonna go Alan Smith. Yeah, it's not Alan Smith. What a surprise! I think he was more eighties, yeah, early nineties. Yeah. Thought he might he might have been um, like the end of his career or something, and then he would be like, yeah, I'm gonna go to get a mm. bit more game time, but no. Fair play. Uh, it's not him. Ugh. He was born in, in Birmingham, I think. Yeah. But he's got a Brummy accent. Yeah. Uh, third and final fact. This guy is also now a TV pundit, predominantly for BT Sport. Hmm. Oh. Is it Stuart Robson? No. <sighs> Who is it? Who? Oh, no. What's his name? He didn't play... Well, no, he didn't play for name? Arsenal. What's... No, it's it's John Hartson. Oh, okay, I wouldn't have got that. Who's who's the other one? The guy with the... who does like our Europa know. League games. I think that is John Hartson. Are you sure? The guy with the massive. Yeah, I know head. who you're talking about. Yeah. Ginger, the Welsh yeah. guy. Yeah, I know he's. Yeah, yeah, really Welsh. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, he does have a big head. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Who are you talking about? I don't know. BT Sport. 
Damn, dude, he's fucking big. 203 pounds? Mm. He was a target, man. Jesus. He's, uh... I've got no idea. Didn't really suit Translation, style. 92 kilograms. Fucking hell, he's a big boy. Mm. Okay. Right. Main Let's event. Go, then. By the way, I'm in this. first place right now. Two points for Rob. That's yeah. a shocker for me. I was a bit peak, bit peak on, on Rob there. Well, let's hope I could equal. Fuck you. Let's hope I could equal the height of your peak. <laughs> that was fucking lame. All right. Anyway, um, the final bit of the Arsenal Cannon podcast extravaganza: a chance for Alfie Colshaw to retain his invincible title as the show comes to a depressing. And very unorganized end. 13 caps for England. You know me. You uh, know what I love. I know. Fuck's sake. Just could be anyone. I know mean, at least it's better than English. <laughs> yeah. It actually was Stuart Robson. I'm right. He, uh, he does um, ESPN stuff. Oh, I don't watch, I watch that. that shit. He, he does some BT stuff. He played for Arsenal West Ham in, oh, it was in 1988. Oh. Yeah. Um, 13 England caps. I'm going to go... Someone not that great, but decent. Ray Parler? Incorrect. I mean, he was competing with it quite a few Ray players. It is not Ray Parler. I don't know how many oh, caps okay. he has, but it's not him. All right. Might Second more, hint. Because he's actually on quite good. On the subject but... of 13, this individual mm. is in 13th place. For all-time goals scored for the club with 115. Uh, it's not Walcott. He made more England caps and he's scored a slightly fewer goals. Oh dear, you've gone back like to like the forties, haven't you? <laughs> you've gone back really far, haven't you? <laughs> Fucking fun. <laughs> okay, I'm going John Radford. <laughs> no, it is not John Radford. Okay. Now I'm kind of stuck oh. between now, you know, okay, I'm gonna do the one that I initially did because I just came up with an even more clever kind of funny hint. But I'm going to do this one that I planned originally, okay? This is all a hint is. FIFA. Right. What? That, that just isn't fair. That's not a fact. It's about it. <laughs> okay, here, hold FIFA. on, hold on. Let me revise that because I just, I thought of the fact. Oh, my God. No way is it him. No way is it him. I know who you're on about. 
You should get this outfit. You should get it from FIFA. Should I? Yep. I don't play Ultimate. Nah, yet. you don't have to. Just FIFA. Is it Alan Smith? Correct. It is <laughs> yes. Alan Smith. One point for Alan. He's the commentator on FIFA. Yep. That's just not a reason. He's the Sky Sports commentator. That's why he's on FIFA. For fuck's sake. I was going to say, I really like writing out his last name. Oh, no. No, no, I definitely no. would have got that. Right, that's a point in the bag. But that was too gimme-ish, so I just went for FIFA. All right, second player. Mm. This player also was a part of the English national team. However, he only managed one cap. So he's he managed one cap, or he's managed one cap so he far? Has, he, he played one time. He played one time, or he could still play again. Nah, too many follow-up questions. What are you? A f- he played one. What are you, a fucking lawyer? That's, that's Don't fucking get. ask me this. Are you crazy? Because Carl Jenkinson made a cap. He could still technically make a cap. Unlikely, but shut the fuck up and get on with it. Uh, don't tell me this is from like the forties, because <laughs> I'm not naming a fucking forties player. Uh, you should know everything about the history of Arsenal. Come on. Uh, Did Carl Jenkinson actually play for England? That's brilliant. I'm pretty sure he made a cap, or he at least got a call-up under Roy Hodgson. Yeah. Mm. Back in like 2012 or something, 2013. Miss him. Miss Carl. <laughs> you know, shite. Uh, he was an Arsenal fan, though. He was. Uh, fuck it, I'm going to Jenkinson. Incorrect, not Jenkinson. Okay. Second hint. such bad, it's so vague. (laughs) This one's a little more, this one's a little more detailed. All right. (laughs) He played detailed. Um, (laughs) He played for 11 different clubs in one, two, three, four different leagues. Those leagues, including... England, Scotland, the A League, and Malta. Whoa, that's brilliant! Are you fucking kidding me? That's a good hint. Yeah, but it doesn't really clear it up, does it? <laughs> Don't take any of this shit, Daniel. He's just salty. <laughs> football knowledge isn't good enough. I shot off. Am I gonna get a dub? Uh... I mean, just give me ones like this. What am I supposed to do? He's <laughs> uh, so angry. <laughs> Come on, dude. It's a giveaway. He played in the Maltese League. Come on. You gotta know this. Uh, <laughs> Nigel Winterburn. Oh, no, it is not Nigel Winterburn. Okay, third and final hint. This is the better than one cap. This is the juiciest and my favorite of them all. In 
In in October in 2019, he admitted to sending, quote, menacing messages to his wife of 10 years. You're kidding me. Uh, (laughs) That's brilliant. (laughs) Menacing messages. I love the alliteration. Uh, <laughs> so someone old. Why did you say uh, that? I mean, no one young is doing that. Let's be honest. Also, they probably have wives. Some is someone shite. Uh, if they had to resort to the Scottish, Maltese, and Australian league, and they made one cap. Who the fuck is this? Is it... Is it, uh... I guess I'm laughing. Is it Alex Manninger? No, it is not. Good guess, however. The player is Francis Jeffers. Oh, for fuck's sake. He's, he's an Arsenal legend. He, he yeah. Don't disrespect him. <laughs> Don't disrespect him. Oh. Shout out to Malta. Shout out to what a prick. Shout out to verbal abuse over text messages to your wife of ten <laughs> years. Menacing. Okay. Okay. Third one. Speaking of old, this player, and I'm willing to answer a follow-up question. This player is 80 years old, and oh, he fuck is. Off. <laughs> He is retired. <laughs> you just age is just not enough. I was giving like you know ninety nine goals for Arsenal. I was iconic, born in Swansea, but it narrows it down a bit. Stop whining. Eighty. <laughs> Eighty years old, man. Come on. So at the earliest, he could have been playing fifty years ago in nineteen seventy. I've just got this image of Alfie getting really mad with his phone to his ear in his bedroom. <laughs> is he alive? He is luckily alive. Is it? Charlie George. It is not Charlie George. I don't know how old Charlie he is, but he is old. Probably a bit younger, I'd say. Mm. You were right about the time frame, Alfie. Um, he played for Arsenal for nine years, from 1964 to 1973. Oh, well, that makes it way better. <laughs> no, there it is now. <laughs> it's good. Was that a hint? Sake. Yeah, that was a hint. How was that a hint? Because that was really quite eye-opening for me. I think I'm getting <laughs> I closer. I think I should just give it away. Yeah. Honestly. I've I've got a name in my head. For the equalizer this would be. Um Is it George Graham? It is not George Graham, Alfie. Oh. 
Who is it? I think it was a bit later than that. I know I sabotaged you. I know you I did. played the game Cunt. dirty. But Daniel yeah. Finton has won with three points. <laughs> Who is it? Oh, no, I've still got one more. You got one more, but you'll only get two at the most. Yeah, just hurry up. This individual (laughs) was a Scottish central defender. Oh, once again, that that makes it so much easier. Come on, that's a... Really help with these really narrow facts. That's a double hint. (laughs) It's not who I thought it was. I thought it was Liam Brady. (laughs) That's actually who no. I was going to choose. Huh? But he's way late in that. Is he? Yeah. When was he? He was like late 70s. Early uh. 80s. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's not fine. You're fired. Oh, hold on. Hey, hey, wait. <laughs> hold on. One measly minute, though. I do feel like I need to add Why? this detail. Okay, he he played for the Scottish national team. However, comma... Oh, wait, no, what the fuck is this shit? Okay, no, just what? kidding. Just kidding. Well, here's a second hint. He was born in Glasgow, Scotland. This thing, fucking this other site. Oh, yes. This uh, this other... Char- no, it's not Charlie Nicholas. Is it... Oh, sorry. I'm fucking stupid. It said Glasgow, United Kingdom, so I got confused for a second. But Glasgow, Scotland. Oh, you are such a retard. <laughs> you are the biggest retard going, honestly. Uh... He has a son named Neil. Well, that helps. Thanks for adding that. It's a good and his son is bald. Change fact that his son is bald. Is it? And he has a very Scottish name and a butt chin. Is it Alan McManaman? (laughs) (laughs) You got the Mc right. I know. Pods are about to die too. Come on, get on with it. It's Frank McClintock. Oh, I'm proud of player. What a player. <laughs> he also worked as a sports agent and football pundit in his later life. I do not give a shit. Fuck him. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, on the final episode of the Arsenal Cannon podcast extravaganza, the comic relief, the legend himself, the self-proclaimed messiah, Daniel Finton, has secured the bag, has secured the... The dub, three points. You're by was far all the easiest took. three, let's be honest. Ladies and gentlemen, it's an <laughs> underdog story that haters will hate to admit to being an inspiration. Daniel Finton. You know what this is the equivalent a, of? This is like if you go on FA Cup run where you played like Wigan, Preston, Blackpool, <laughs> and me, I came up against like City and Rob was playing like Everton. That's what the equivalent of this is. So you can go and all you like, but you got lucky here. The undisputed champion of the world, the man who has dethroned the ever-arrogant and ever-tardy Alfie Coleshaw is in the house today. Daniel Finson, the legend, the insufferable shit-talking piece of crap. Daniel Finton, the suburban Florida-born man. Just has fucking won. end it. Jesus. End this now. We're done. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, just in all seriousness, though, it was an absolute pleasure uh, delivering the show to you guys. Um, 55 episodes in, the Arsenal Cannon podcast extravaganza is over. And thank you once again. Alfie, I was thinking of the song we could att- attach to this one. 
is goodbye by Post Malone. Um, this is goodbye, right. folks. <laughs> it's over. It's done. I love that song. Uh, me too. So that's why we're going to attach it. Um, marketing opportunity of a lifetime because this will be the last time you ever get to do it on the Arsenal Cannon Podcast Extravaganza. Alfie, you want to start, my friend? We love you, Arsenal. Cody UK. Rob? Uh, Hurry up, man. Underscore. FC underscore insight. Excellent. Guys, thank you. Um, it was a pleasure meeting you guys, really. It's been an honor working with you guys. You're really fucking ex- yeah. ex- exceptional at this. Um, and I'm just really sorry that I had to fucking let my loud mouth get to me and uh, end the show. But um, in all seriousness, you know, best of luck to both of you in your future endeavors. The Arsenal Cannon Podcast yeah, Extravaganza is I over. would say you too, but it wouldn't look good on me saying good luck to a xenophobe. So I, I agree. Hope your life goes to shit. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Um, goodbye, guys. With the W, I retire, and the Arsenal Cannon Podcast extravaganza is over. So goodbye. But we'll be back next week. Bye. I'm no good at goodbyes. We're both acting insane, but you're stopping the change. Now I'm drinking again. Eighty proof in my veins, and my fingers are stained. Looking over the ass. Don't fuck with me. I want you back here tonight. I'm trying to cut you no knife. I want to slice you in.